0: Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God. I'm Brandon Levy and today we're going to talk about the kinds of risks that God wants us to take and the kinds of risks that he wants us to avoid and to use as a Springboard for this discussion. I want to turn to that familiar story with Jesus on the water calling out to Peter in Matthew chapter 14. It says in verse 25, Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the lake. And when the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, Take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, Tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. And then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came toward Jesus. But when he saw the wind, he was afraid, and beginning to sink, cried out, "'Lord, save me!' Immediately Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. "'You of little faith,' he said. "'Why did you doubt?' And when they climbed into the boat, the wind died down, and then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, "'Truly, you are the Son of God.'" You know, in the story, Jesus, he said, come to Peter. He told him to get out of the safety of the boat, to walk on the water. And that's what Peter was asking for. Peter wanted to come close to Christ. But when the wind kicked in, he began to see the risk he was taking. He started to think about the danger of what he was doing. And as soon as those thoughts came to his mind, he started to sink. And he was reprim- reprimanded for that doubt. And this is just one of... Hundreds of examples we have throughout scripture of the risks that God has always expected his people to take for him. Sometimes we see those risk takers, they're physically protected by God, as was the case here with Peter. Jesus grabbed his hand. Other times we see God calls his followers to take risks that they will not be physically protected from, as in the case of Stephen, as he was stoned to death. There is never any doubt, though that those were risks that God commanded Peter and Stephen and so many other Bible characters to take. And now in hindsight, we, we look back at it and we know those risks paid off. God commanded them. They followed through. They showed their faithfulness. But for us today, we don't always have that same level of clarity. Risks are, by definition, all about stepping into the unknown. In Peter's case, That was a literal stepping out onto those choppy waters. But there's something different about the risk that Peter took and the ones we sometimes have to consider. Peter knew God was asking him to take that risk. You know, look at the story again. Peter sees Jesus on the water and he can't believe his eyes. And so Peter asks Jesus if he should take the risk to come out there with him. And then Jesus says, come, come. You know, this is still a a risk for Peter. He didn't know all the possible outcomes, but Peter had the benefit of the Son of God giving him the green light to take this risk. We don't always have that assurance. We are faced with decisions about risks we could take when we don't have Jesus standing in front of us with a thumb up or down to give us the answers. Of course, sometimes we do. When we see an opportunity to help someone, even when it might put us in a difficult position, we have a whole book telling us, take the risk. When we see a chance to share the gospel, even when it might put us in harm's way or in an uncomfortable social dynamic, we have a whole book telling us, take the risk. When we have to face a decision, to obey God's word rather than man's law, we have a whole book telling us, take the risk. But those aren't the only decisions we face. You know, sometimes we have to decide if we're going to take the risk on starting a new job or changing careers or leaving a job. Maybe we have to decide about getting married or having kids or how to raise kids. Maybe it's medical decisions we're facing. What treatment should we undergo or how to take care of aging family members or, or how to prepare for our own aging? You know, in those moments and those kinds of moments, It's harder to hear Jesus standing out on the water saying, come or do not come. I can't turn to a page in the Bible that says, Brandon, take the risk, change your career, go and become a mechanic or something. I I can't find that. And so I would place risks in two categories when it comes to determining whether or not God wants us to move forward. The first being those risks that are clearly commanded by God. Serving others, loving others, loving God, serving God. Those risks we shouldn't hesitate to take. They should just become so instinctual for us that we can walk out on the water without even a second thought. The second group, though, are these risks where we need a little more effort to discern if God wants us to take the risk or not. When we don't have that same clarity that Peter had. You know, the remarkable thing about God's plan is that he has, in fact, prepared us to navigate the second group too. You know, Sure, I can't point to a specific command to guide my career planning, but that's kind of the beauty of this book. God has given us a comprehensive guide that we can take into our lives and become more than conquerors through every situation. It applies to every nook and cranny of our lives, and the way it does that is not by giving us step-by-step instructions for every decision we'll ever face. Imagine the library that God would have to build to house that kind of book. Instead, God gave us the spirit who in turn gives us a mindset to adopt. And that mindset is how we look at all risks and choose which ones God is calling us to and which ones to avoid. Romans chapter 12 starts out, do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. I can't always look up and hear Jesus saying, come, take this risk like Peter did. But I allow myself to be transformed by this new mindset the Spirit offers, and then I will be able to discern what God wants me to do in every situation. I will know God's perfect, good, and pleasing will all the time. Now let's get practical. How can I practically look at risks and decide which one's right and wrong? I think this new mindset gives us a set of questions that we can ask to answer this question, and they're different questions than how the world would analyze risk. First, while the world says we should analyze risk based on a cost-benefit analysis, based on how much we lose versus how much we gain for ourselves, this new mindset tells us that we might lose everything, and we might gain nothing physically, and we should still take the risk if it's for the glory of God. So ask yourself, which decision brings the most glory to God? Second, ask yourself if it is the right moment to take this risk. You know Something may be glorifying to God, but there are other things also glorifying to God that should take priority first. Jesus came to earth knowing he would eventually die an early and cruel death, but over and over throughout his earthly ministry, he kept saying it wasn't his time yet. He had more to do in that moment, and so he waited to go to Jerusalem. Likewise, Paul said to live is for Christ and to die is to gain. He knew that both had incredible benefits, and so part of the way he looked at the risks he took, was based on the calculus of timing. You know, having the mindset of Christ allows us to find that balance. Third, ask yourself what God has already said about this risk. Maybe there isn't a specific verse about your specific situation, but the Bible is how we transform ourselves and adopt this mindset that will give us the specific answers. When you're making decisions, pray, study about it. I am consistently astonished with how often God will give you the answers you need and the time you need them if you're just willing to trust him. Fourth, ask yourself, what does the church think? God did not make us to live in a vacuum and figure this all out on our own. Surround yourself with people who are striving also to be transformed by the renewing of their minds and let them be involved in your decisions. I'm going to stick a bookmark here, and I will come back to it and talk about it in another episode because I can't overemphasize the importance other Christians should have in our decision-making process. But too often, we keep those decisions to ourselves. And we could probably list some other questions about this new mindset that gives us and leads us to ask. But I think these four are general enough to give us a good roadmap. When we are looking out into the water and can't seem to hear if Jesus is saying, come or not, we can turn to these and be assured that God has in fact prepared us for that moment. He is ready to guide us through the risks of life. He's just waiting for us to let him. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily, and I'm looking forward to sitting down and talking with you next time. Hey there, thank you for listening through this episode of Rooted Daily. We think it's so important that you grow with Christ continually, using the Word of God as your only foundation. That's why we release these episodes every weekday, so that you can root yourself daily in the Bible. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app so you don't miss us. And if you think a friend would benefit from hearing this good news, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready now to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, shoot me an email to brandon at